Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 87 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernd. If I were to ask you what your partner's job is in your relationship, what kind of things would you list? Make you feel loved, safe, appreciated, share chores, bills and responsibilities with you? Maybe they should make a lot of money or always prioritize time with you over time with everyone else. It is not uncommon that we have all kinds of expectations on our partners, either consciously or subconsciously. Things that we just believe that they should do in order for everything to be okay and in order for the relationship to be considered good. This episode is not about releasing all expectations on your partner. You're allowed to keep all of them, I promise. But what I do want to offer you today is a thought that might help you relax just a little and not be so uptight about everything all the time. Back when you were single, you were able to support yourself, feed yourself, clean your home yourself, enjoy your hobbies by yourself, spend time with friends and family by yourself, and enjoy your life by yourself. And if you weren't able to do any of the things that I listed above, well, we can at least assume that it wasn't due to a lack of a partner in your life that you weren't able to do those things. You were very capable of managing yourself and your life on your own. But then when your partner showed up, all of a sudden, half of all of these responsibilities, if not more, were shifted onto them. They need to do X, Y, Z in order for you to be happy, confident, safe, and overall okay in your life. Because if they don't do these things, something has gone terribly wrong. The thought that I want to offer you today is what if your partner's only job in your life is to be there for you to love them? I'll say it again. What if your partner's only job is to be there for you to love? Your partner exists in the world for you to have thoughts about. The thoughts that you have about your partner, hopefully, make you feel really nice feelings in your body. How amazing is that, that you have this person in your life that is around you, a lot of the time probably, that you get to have such lovely thoughts and feelings about. What a luxury. If you take a look at your life and relationship and you imagine not giving your partner any other responsibilities in your life other than just being there so that you can love them, what does that feel like? Does it shift anything in the way that you look at your own life, your relationship, or your partner? 
whenever I personally think this thought, I feel empowered. It gives me this feeling of being independent, capable, strong, and able to take creating the life of my dreams into my own hands. And it also makes me feel grateful that I get to have this person in my life that I get to have loving thoughts and feelings about along the way. When I start thinking that my partner should do this and has to do that in order for my life to be the way I want it to be, then all of a sudden I feel disempowered and a bit out of a control because I can't make my partner do these things. Sure, he might be willing to do them, but he'll probably never do all the things on my list perfectly, which just leaves me feeling frustrated and annoyed. If I believe that my partner's only job is to be there for me to love, then all of a sudden I can see all the things that my partner contributes to my life and our relationship outside of that one single job that I assigned him. His only job is to exist for me to have thoughts about, but oh man, <laughs> he works, he makes money, he pays half of all our bills, he helps out with cooking and cleaning and we have fun together and he supports me when I need it, all these things. Even though his only job is to just exist. Then, all of a sudden, all of these things that he chooses to do because he wants to become major bonuses. Now, I know that this way of thinking kind of goes against a lot of feminist perspectives. We are often told to expect more from our partners, not less that we should hold them to higher standards, not lower our standards. And they must live up to all of these rules that we have for them in order for us to think that we have a good relationship. And if that is the route that you choose for yourself, I fully support you in that. But for me, that way of thinking caused so much grumpiness and suffering for me. And I didn't feel like there was anything feminist about disempowering myself and making myself suffer in my relationship for no good reason. Now, this is not a black or white topic. And that's why I said in the beginning of the episode that you get to keep all of your expectations on your partner and you get to expect things from them and you get to want them to do certain things. And if you have children, for example, which we don't, it might look a little bit different as well. But I still want to offer you this perspective so that you can use it as maybe a little dash of empowerment, relaxation, and gratitude in your good relationship. If your partner literally is useless and doesn't support you, love you, treat you well, or help around the home ever, well, you get to decide if that's the partner for you or not. But if your partner is actually a decent human being and you do want to be with them, it won't hurt 
to temporarily release them of all expectations and only assign them the job of being there for you to love and then observing all of the bonuses you get by having them in your life. Last week, we talked about wanting your partner to want to do the thing, not having to always ask them to. You want your partner to exercise their free will at the same time as you want to kind of influence or control your partner's free will so you get to be happy. Basically, I want my partner's free will to be different. When you consider that your partner's only job is to be there for you, to love them, and you remove all other jobs that you have assigned them, you will get a very clear picture of what your partner's free will looks like. If your partner doesn't have to do anything they don't want to do just to make you happy, you'll see what your partner naturally wants to do. And let's be very honest here, That is the person that you are in a relationship with, not the person you're trying to force your partner to be. If your partner's only job is to be there for you to love them and you remove all of these other things that you think you need them to do, and it turns out that you're not very excited about them, If their existence in your life is all that they offer you, well, then you might want to explore that a little bit further. At the end of the day, relationships consist of our thoughts about other people. You think thoughts about your partner and your partner thinks thoughts about you. Voila, we have a relationship. The quality of your relationship is based on the quality of your thoughts about your partner. So if all you have are your thoughts about your partner, then what does your relationship look like? You, my friend, are very capable of taking care of yourself and making yourself happy. You are capable of adding and subtracting things from your life in order to make it what you want it to be. And all the people you have in your life just exist there to give you an opportunity to think lovely thoughts and feel lovely feelings about them. Everything else is a bonus. Play around with this idea and see how it feels. If it feels terrible and you want to punch me in the face, just let it go. But if it gives you a sense of freedom and confidence and maybe some extra power, then keep it. A great addition to this episode is episode number 68, The Manual. In that episode, I talk about how we often outsource responsibility for our emotional lives to our partners and have an instruction manual for how they must act in order for us to feel good. Today's concept of them just existing for you to love is the complete opposite of having a manual for someone. It says, hey, I'm fully responsible for my own emotions. You don't have to do anything 
for me to feel love in my body. You just have to exist in my life and I'll do the rest. And you get to decide what people you want to have thoughts about and what people you don't. But don't make the mistake of thinking that your relationship with a person ends because they are no longer physically in your life. If you're still thinking about them, you are still having a relationship with them. This is why I often tell my clients that you're usually in a much more intimate relationship with your partner's ex than they are, because you think about them all the time. But back to the topic. Choose your relationships and choose your thoughts wisely, and allow your partner to be who they are in your relationship. It's a whole lot more fun for everyone involved if you get to be yourself without a long job description in order to make the other person happy. If you need help shifting your thoughts about your partner or your relationship, coaching can help you do that. I would love to work with you one-on-one inside of my eight-week signature coaching program and help you finally enjoy your good relationship without all the grumpiness, jealousy, insecurity, and doubt. And a big part of that is releasing control over your partner, letting go of your manual, making sure you're responsible for your own emotions with boundaries in place. So if you want to check out my coaching program and apply, you can do that at katrinbandt.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you back here next week for another episode. Bye-bye.